This Yo. is Air Ball. You're listening Yo. to 91.5 FM, WMFO, Medford Tufts, Freeform Radio. And we got the full cast today. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess just, let's just go around the circle real quick. Introduce yourselves. So, Swig. I, I'm Owen. I'm Matthew. I'm Xander. Jonah. And I'm Luca. So, and we are <laughs> Air Ball. Air Ball. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, also just for di- make sure that you're staying consistent. I-, I listened to the old one. We have to make sure that we're always at the same distance from the mic. Otherwise, we have different levels of voices. Yeah. So, yeah. so I guess you want to get a little closer, because yes. Yeah. Should we start off with a with a would you rather? I mean, there there were yours, so I feel like you should. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Just to I- preface this show, to those who don't aren't familiar with us and our takes and our banter, uh, this is a basketball <laughs> show, but we're, we're trying to. We're trying to make it accessible to the people, to, to the Bostonians who may be listening. So, We're just we'll a rowdy group it. of kids, and we're talking about <laughs> basketball. And we're doing it right now, and it's 8 a.m., and yeah. we just got up. We're doing it together. Yeah. We love it. Everyone we're who loves this sport. Each other. Yeah, you <laughs> wake up, you think about basketball, you sit in your car, keep thinking about basketball, you think about the Celtics, you think about how the, they carry your family ambitions on their shoulders, you think about Jason Tatum's back tattoo. Frequently. Leg tattoo. Oh Back of the leg tattoo. <laughs> we start off there. I think Pull up that tattoo, here. though. So Jason Tatum, for everyone who doesn't know, has a leg tattoo. Jason Tatum is a basketball player. He plays for the Boston Celtics. He has a leg tattoo that I would argue is one of the worst tattoos I've ever seen in my life. Um, because it's it says the word life in big block letters. And in each one of the letters is his favorite performance by an actor. His top four favorite performances. And so the top three are like, I forget exactly what the movies are because they're like, one of them is an obscure Denzel Washington movie that I've never seen. And then I don't remember what they all are. But the top three are at least movies that people have seen that are like, whatever, action movies that he likes. Like, that's fine, whatever. But E, the, the E one is a curveball. <laughs> the E one is what's that kid's name? Dash from right? from Incredibles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dash from Incredibles. <laughs> and what's funny is like so he was talking about it. He's like, yeah, no, it's my top four favorite performances. I'm like, that's not really a performance. That's like the animated. That's the character from this. He has Scott movie. McTominay on his leg. Yeah. So yeah, he has Denzel Washington as Quincy uh, John Quincy Archibald in John Q. Oh yeah. He has John Will Smith. Uh, where's Will, oh, yeah. where's Will Smith from Hitch? I think he's the second. second, second oh, you're right. And he has Wesley Snipes. And then from White Man Can't. Just the left of the F. There's a someone with a backwards hat. A little kid with a backwards hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That's it. Not to hammer on too much at this point of Jason Tatum's tattoos, <laughs> like another man's tattoos. But his back tattoo is also horrible. Like it looks like a like one of those like 2K kids that, that got a bunch of VC <laughs> for Christmas and was like, I'm gonna drop it on my players' tattoos. Uh, God's will. <laughs> God's will. I mean, he has some good ones, and I, I'm not gonna. Critique him. St. Louis, they're pretty, till the they're world pretty blows. loud. Very know. loud tattoos. Very, very it doesn't loud. seem natural on him, like no. at all. It feels like he just got VC upgrades. He Not got, on, like, he got all that VC. I think, I think his on his. I can't tell what th- th- this is. His right thigh, maybe. But um, it's a big mushroom cloud with St. Louis till the world blows. Oh, <laughs> that's pretty. Deep. That's hard. So, like, <laughs> that. like a nuclear provocation by Jason Tatum. <laughs> On behalf of his city, that's a bit crazy. <laughs> Till the world blows. Let's let's transition to some would you rather's. Um, we've got a good yeah. amount of them. My favorite part of the show. Yeah, absolutely. I saw one one this morning that Matthew just brought up, but um, I guess we're coming off the dunk contest. Which which celebrity would you most want to see get jumped over? I thought about this a lot actually. I can, yeah, I can start us off. I have two answers. I want to see Jericho Sims jump over Vladimir Putin. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's number one on my list. I think. That's quite a political <laughs> statement there. That that's like propaganda almost. Like, that's the thing about it. Because I'm thinking, first Jump of all, Jericho Sims. Sims. Jericho Sims. He hasn't done a lot. He's not. He's, he has not proven himself very well. He's a he bounty guy point. too. Like you could imagine. He's a bouncy guy. Great college well. player. Yeah. And he's maybe, got potential. You know. We bridge the gap a little bit between our two nations. He's, <laughs> he dunks so hard over Vladimir Putin that he's like, all right, maybe I got to chill out. And. At the same time, it's a political statement we've never before seen in the dunk contest. And True. I think like that's that. something that we're missing. Yeah. 
I would love to see him jump over Vladimir Putin. Maybe his thigh like hits Putin's head on the way up. <laughs> like a little hey. <laughs> Putin's like, oh, God. <laughs> Humbling. Was experience. that Jericho Sims? <laughs> Jericho Sims dunking over Vladimir Putin. Jump man. In the <laughs> it's better than jumping over Kai Sinat sitting down. That's Making a three foot tall obstacle to jump over. I, I feel like you could like extend that over like to other rappers. You could get like a row of Kai Sinat, Lil Uzi, and Lil Wayne and have them like all get jumped over. And then like Kevin Hart throws the lob. Like, 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 like a small... See, it could have been just, done like, better. And then it's, yeah. then it's Dennis Smith Jr. catching the lob and throwing yeah. it down. Or Wembenyama dunking over these guys. Oh my god. Wemby glazing. I'm, I'm, yeah, that's By the way, guys, we're referencing the um, Jalen Brown dunk in the dunk contest where he jumped over Kai Sinat, a short Streamer, but he's sitting down. down. <laughs> so he wants to rapper. I, I, I don't, I don't know, who, I know who the hell he is. So. <laughs> he's like, uh, who cares? Kaisenat's like, he's a, not a, rapper. a drippy little guy. Right? I'm thinking, I, I yeah. still have another one. I, I'd like to see Caitlin Clark dunk over Elon Musk. Uh, that's good, too. <laughs> that's a statement, too. And she, and she tweets, yeah, she tweets that. You say X's, yeah, <laughs> X's while doing it. While doing it, yeah. <laughs> I like this one too. Which one? Yeah, yeah. I, I love this one too. Who you Let's got hear it. one on one? A one v one. A swarm of bees <laughs> or Buzz Lightyear, but he's after his prime. Wow. And my thinking is the, the swarm of bees, they have the normal physical properties of bees. Like they don't have any special skills. Yeah. But they can make any shape they want because they're the oh, they're they got swarm. teamwork. Bees. Yeah, yeah. So but Buzz Lightyear, I mean, he's mobile. He like can use his hands. He has like thumbs. Can fly, no? And he can fly. He basically, he's Iron Man. He's, ta- he's tiny. He's how big toy. Is and he's past his prime, right? So yeah. he's not like he's he can't move true. like how he used true. to move. Yeah. We're the talking like thing, Toy Story Four. It's like yeah. Celtics yeah. Shack. If he yeah. was a Toy Story, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shack on the Celtics. Type. All I know is that Buzz Lightyear has the heart that the bees don't have. Ooh, that's true. Literally. Okay. He has a heart that they don't. Or no, he it's actually true. probably doesn't. He's have got one. a. He's got batteries, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> he's got the batteries in the bees. He's got batteries. The bees don't have. That's a good know. point. I didn't because the bees can't even sting him because he's a. Can Buzz Lightyear like dude. like shoot lasers or like? In his prime. Yeah. In his prime. He had a blaster. <laughs> oh, he did have a blaster. <laughs> <laughs> maybe should change it to Woody. Woody's past his prime. That's the problem. Yeah. I've got. I've got a. Would you rather? Would you rather have? Wemba Nyama with one arm or Hansel Emanuel with two. Oh my god. You you posed this to me earlier. Right? Yeah. I think Hansel Emanuel with two. Is, is, is Hansel Emanuel the same player with, with, with two limbs? I think limbs? Hansel Emanuel with two arms is so incredibly good. Athleticism. Yeah. Then you get one Wemba Nyama arm, which is still yeah. like an insane but amount of weight. Yeah. That's like, uh, that's like Hansel Emanuel has two arms. It, it, are we just tossing an arm on him today, and he's got to figure it out, or has he? Like, it's, it's an uncoordinated arm that can't do anything because <laughs> oh, he has no muscle. No, 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 I think with Hansel Emanuel with an uncoordinated arm that's just there to like block like passes and shots, yeah. just to make him like a normal player. I think that's an NBA. Does he still already. play like he has one arm though? Like, does no, no, like... he'd be able to dribble with it, but he wouldn't okay. be able to like I don't know, like do some high skill moves with exclusively his left. But like you're saying, like I'm just saying that like he has the ability to to guard people normally because he has his other arm. Which arm is the real one? I think left or right. Right is right. his real one. Yeah, real. I, I mean, it's I, I real think sometimes. Yeah. Like, I think I think that in left biotech improve. I think Hansel Manuel or a player like him could get a bionic arm, and then that should be in the NBA. Like I don't see. What Would that the, be legal? Winter if, Soldier. If it's not like NBA. metal, like if it's, if they figure out how to like duplicate human flesh and like and it's not like. If it was a metal arm, that would be a hazard to everyone on the board. Duplicate human flesh. Yeah. Bingo today. That check. <laughs> <laughs> Duplicate human flesh. Yeah. I mean, to, to the listeners who don't know, Hansel Emanuel is an incredibly talented basketball player who plays for... I don't want to know. I don't. He's transferred a bunch of times, but he has Central, one on... Central Kentucky? Central Kentucky. Maybe. I don't wow. know. I could Basically, be. his NBA prospects like were, yeah. were dashed because Austin he has one arm. Governors. But he's incredibly talented. If this could get two <laughs> arms, he'd be a lot of I don't... Is this a school? I don't even know what this is. Austin P. Governors? Whoa, what is basketball? Yeah, it is a school. Yeah. Austin P. State University. Of the A-Sun Conference. What? what um, like shout, out, shout out the oh, Austin PA Bellarmine. Governors. Bellarmine has one of the most elite offenses in college basketball. I did not know that. Yeah, they're, they're like a notably either. efficient college offense. The more you know. All right. Huh. Um, Listen, no one answered the question. No one answered the question. Oh, is this leap day? Oh, no one answered what question? I would, I would say Wemby. 
Wemby's just a blocking machine. Wemby. It's he's gonna get the blocks with one arm anyway. Plus, he's, yeah, he's gonna figure out how to play with one it's arm. Still an he's still NBA be elite. Like, <laughs> he'd honestly get more blocks per game because he'd be mostly focusing on just getting blocks. Yeah, he'd be taking the Sochan free throws, and then the whole team <laughs> would start doing it. You get like the whole Spurs roster shooting with one arm as like I, a statement. I think going going, <laughs> off, going off of this Wemby segment, um, I like this one that Chet versus Wemby Yama, but they both only have thumbs. Oh. So is this like is this, is, yeah? Is this like five thumbs? Thumb? They just have like one thumb. Like, I mean, they, they, each <laughs> they each only have one it's thumb. It's a toss-up, dude. That's like taking two. It's like <laughs> that's terrible. Who's who's in index, index finger and a thumb. Whose jumper is gonna be better? Oh, <laughs> who has bigger hands? Oh, good question. Probably uh, probably Wem. I feel like Wem. Yeah, he could probably palm the ball with just a thumb and like an index banana. finger. His thumb is kind of <laughs> like a hand in itself. Yanni. Yeah, how, how would how big would a thumb have to be to palm a basketball without any other hands? Oh my god! Wow, <laughs> probably yeah. pretty big. Yeah, you have to get a wrap around. Really yeah, really yeah the, the size of <laughs> my middle finger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they both have really nice jumpers though. Like, yeah, considering their height. Did you see the the Wemby like look away three the other day? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was kind of not on purpose because he went for a rip through and he just not, yeah. knocked into him. So you just back up and be like, oh, I'll just yeah. shoot this three. Yeah. <laughs> I'll shoot the three. I'll just get this train in your face. <laughs> That's how he did. I mean, he's too good because even if he messes up his dribble, he can still just take yeah. one yeah. step back yeah. and shoot it over anybody. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've seen so many clips of him just plays completely dead, can't get by the guy and just puts it up oh. and he hits it every time. This is why we got to get Taco Fall back in the league just nice. to just to guard Wemby. <laughs> Taco Fall was not that type of player. He was literally like a, the NBA circus player. Like yeah. <laughs> Brad Stevenson would bring him out if the crowd got loud granted. <laughs> if Only if they were up 20 and the crowd made enough noise. <laughs> what did Chet we say? Uh, Taco. 54 from, from Trey Ball shooting only hang pulls. You didn't get. You didn't no, see that quote. I didn't see it. <laughs> Chet had like one of the most hilarious quotes. Sorry, I didn't it's see like, Chet Holmgren. No, <laughs> no, it was a big deal. Fifty from really. Fifty from Trey Ball is OD shooting hang pulls, and he got hit online because <laughs> people were like, "Is he a ta- like a twelve-year-old boy?" Like, <laughs> he probably he talks so much. He's trash. like in Kaisenat's <laughs> chat. Like, Fifty from Trey Ball is OD He's in shooting hang <laughs> That's so funny. Jonah, you have some crazy takes about Wemanyama. I feel like you're one of the biggest Wemanyama fans I know, honestly. So, yeah. you want to speak a little bit about that? Yeah. Jonah, take of the Jonah, take of the Jonah, take, take of the day. Jonah's got some crazy basketball takes. Oh, you know? Okay. Oh, yeah, Wemanyama. <laughs> when it comes to Wemanyama, at this point in the year, I would take mm-hmm. him over every single center other than Jokic and Embiid. Oh my god! Every single one. I don't think any center except for Jokic and Embiid wow, are Sabonis. better, better than Sabonis. Cat is out of the picture. Better than Cat. Better than, um, better than Bam Adebayo. Better than Jaron Jackson. He's better than all these guys. He's already lapping them. That's crazy. Do you like, think he's better than them, like right now, yes. as a part of the, a team, or do you he think said, he has he the potential? Yes, he to I think he already is better. I think the fact that his team is so. <laughs> yeah. If you look at the stats, he's averaging basically the same stats he's as those on guys, the Spurs. if not more. He's on the Spurs and he's averaging like, in uh, per thirty six, he's leading the league in like a ton of different categories. He just plays like twenty seven minutes a game because yeah. Pop is guarding his body, which you could make the argument that he couldn't play those minutes if he if he had those like his body would break down. But I don't think that's actually what it is. I think he's just being conservative. And the less he plays one Banyama, the better the draft pick he gets. If he was playing thirty five minutes a game, the Spurs would be a winning team. Who do you think nope. the best player? Have you looked at the on off stats, dude? As soon as this man leaves the court, the team falls to, falls apart. That makes sense. Know, it makes sense. That's why there that's yeah. why there should not be a yeah. That but that that speaks to how good Wembanyama is. If you put Wembanyama on an average, yeah, who do you, you put think Wembanyama on a good playoff team, they would win the title this who's year. Who's the best player that could play alongside Wembanyama right now in the league? Right now, Halliburton. Yeah. That, that wow, was a that would be crazy. That would be two nuts. nuts. Halliburton be and Wembanyama would possibly be the greatest duo of all time. Oh, yeah, oh my god. Insane. That would be crazy. <laughs> like better than like, Jordan and Pippen. Better than Kobe and Shaq. Halliburton and Wemba and Yama. It has to be like an assist yeah, first guard. Probably Trey. It's got to be like an assist Trey first. Trey would be crazy. Tyrese. Halliburton. Yeah. Oh my god. I, mean, well, that, yeah, I hope that take was Dude, hot. Brunson? Yeah. I'm very high on him. <laughs> Brunson yeah, and Wemba Yama, I'd rather have Halliburton. Wemby on the Knicks. How far do they go? Please. Wemby on the Knicks. Wemby on the Knicks. 
far. You want far. some more takes? I don't think the the Timberwolves should re-sign Cat. I think they should cast him to the he Wolves. Said this. He, they are the Wolves, <laughs> but that doesn't make sense. Oh my god! I don't he said think this like the first episode. Yeah, I, I truly believe it. I think that that's crazy. What's your no, beef with anything Cat can do, Nas Reed can basically do. Oh, I agree. Do. I, I'm, and, and I'm you a can big pay Nas Reed less. Nas Reed's fan. That's crazy. Yeah. Nas Reed's in Jelly Fam. Yeah, I was watching this man the other Filet. night. Nas Reed <laughs> took over the game. It was like watching like LFC what I thought Cat should be. Wait, this would you rather is so funny. Base Wembanyama versus Bull Bull with Draymond's temperament. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote this one. So let me elaborate. Any- no, bull let me explain. Bull with Draymond's Why temperament is like a worse Bull Bull. It wouldn't be like Bull Bull, but he has like a good work ethic. It would be Bull Bull, but just like an absolute. Beef. But he's just a Animal. menace, and yeah. he like like instigates fights, and everyone's scared of him <laughs> to death. He's throwing like, himself around the paint. Victor Wembanyama just add it as is right now, or bull bull, but he gets ejected every other game. <laughs> <laughs> he's just as, as good as he currently is. Can we talk about bull bull? He, he's getting good. Like he's he had. Okay, I'm gonna pull up his stats the other night. He had like 25 minutes. He actually like 25 minutes for bull bull is like. T- it was 20. Yeah, he got he dropped 25. Yeah, dropped seven. dropped 25. 14 rebounds. Wow. And the way he was he doing it, the there's a confidence that he's beginning to play with that is a bit scary. And I'm starting to believe that that Frank Vogel is keeping him on the bench as some sort of secret weapon. That he's still a building lack in a of lab. consistent minutes. Like he, yeah. Except for last, I mean, last game he had 24, but. I think that he's going to, in the playoffs, he's going to basically play in the whole game. And I think if you watch the film, he's now like a new player. Like, he plays confidently and decisively. And he's like, he he grabs and goes. Like, he gets the ball in the perimeter, he's instantly attacking. And it, it's kind of crazy to watch. It's almost like watching Chet, but like slightly bigger. Mm. I feel like they have him listed as a center. I feel like he's like, a, he plays like a small forward shooting yeah. guard. Yeah. But he's just 7-3, so... Well, we, we all know what Shaq, Shaq thinks of Bull Bull, too, right? What was, what was that quote? It was like that he could be Wemby, pretty much? Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. little flashes, man. Where, like, some are. of the dunks that he makes are, like, the only... Him and Wemby are the only guys who are, like, basically dunking from close out... Or from outside of the restricted area. Yeah. Like, Boban, too. Boban used to do that. But yeah. it wasn't, like, as fluid. Like, they don't attack off the rip and then, like, dunk yeah. from outside of the, the box. That's ridiculous. I mean, it's just... It's freaky. He's not a good rebounder at all. No. Like, he can't... Not as much of a paint presence in general. I watched him play in high school, and he, like, was playing in the national champion... I don't know what... Not national championship. He played LaMelo Ball in, like, the California state championship. And he had under five rebounds. This was Spencer Friedman? This was Spencer (laughs) Friedman. And Spencer Friedman was, like, cooking, was carrying it modern day. And Bull Bull had, like... I don't know, under five rebounds or something. It was like, I was like, I could go out there and grab more rebounds. Than this is, I think this is where, where Jonah's Jonah's thought of putting in Draymond's temperament came in. Oh, because be it makes aggressive. him a paint presence. Yeah. And I was just thinking he like gets in fights and like kicks people. <laughs> <Yeah. in laughs> Another hot take for this. I think that having an instigator on your team that is willing to get suspended and like risk their own reputation and like kick players and like the opposing team's players in the groin while they're on the ground in the playoffs, that is a net positive for your team. I think so. Like, I, I think, don't know if this is yeah. hot take, but I think it's... I think in, in hot, hockey teams understand this. Yeah. And basketball teams kind of shy away from it because there's like a stigma around a player just being violent. But like if you look throughout history, like... Pat uh, Bev. Pat, Pat Bev. Bev's always on a playoff team. Yeah. There's always these moments in a series where uh, a nice little cheap shot will win you a series. Like yeah. Robert Ory or did in 2007, I want to say, against the Suns. Yep. He broke Steve Nash's nose. Yep. And that was the turn. Or And he basically, not only did he that break Steve Nash's series. nose, um, Stoudemire gets in a fight, uh, then proceeds to get suspended for the next game, which they won, all for Robert Ory giving a little cheap shot. That one moment, they basically swung the series. And if you have a guy that's willing to do that, it's like an insane advantage. As immoral as it is to just be violent, like winning is winning, no? Yeah. Suspension yeah. is the price of a win. Like, damn, like give me that every day. I would love like when Pat Bev was on the Clippers. It was so fun to watch the games because he would just put as much effort as you could possibly imagine into like every defensive possession. Do you it's remember that like, game one against the Warriors? This must have been 20, 2018, maybe serious. game one against the Warriors. Him and KD <laughs> are just going at it. They both get ejected. Like. If you're if you're the Clippers and you lose Pat Bev, but the Warriors lose KD, like that's a good trade-off. Yeah, <laughs> Pat Bev was just out there fouling. Yeah, three five straight minutes. I remember I'd just be like, as a Clippers fan, I'd be watching playoff games and being like, 
just just keep him away from anyone who has the ball because he's just going to foul. He's but he finds foul. a way to win. And they don't call like they just don't call yeah. it on him because they're like, if we called fouls on Patrick Beverly, then we'd just be blowing the whistle every ten seconds. Yeah. He finds yeah. a way to win though. It's true. Very true. Yeah. I mean, what do you guys think? Would you rather have a team full of guys with Pat Bev's temperament or a team full of guys with Kawhi's temperament? Oh, well, Kawhi's temperament is a different thing. I think it's more Kawhi's like cat, like cat's temperament. <laughs> yeah. Pat Bev's temperament. God, that'd be so annoying. Like a full team of Pat Bev's would be like, like too much dog. Just be like too, too much dog. Too much like energy and anger. Rejections every game. It'd be so entertaining. If I, was, if I was GM, I would just build the Pat Bev-esque team. I would get yeah. like Pat Bev, Draymond, Dylan Brooks, Xavier Tillman, get um, uh, Isaiah Stewart, Miles Bridges, Dylan um, Brooks, six man. Probably Josh Primo, seventh man. Josh Primo. <laughs> oh, wow. Josh Primo seems like a nice guy, though. So I'm I have no idea what he is. I actually want to talk about Josh Primo. Because <laughs> oh, what about Josh <laughs> Primo? <laughs> let's, let's not, let's not, not talk about him. No, <laughs> He's great at reading not defenses much to talk about. exposing the D. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think we can go into some leap day stats. Good time. Oh yeah, happy yeah. leap, happy leap day, happy leap day. Um, only happens every four years. Yeah, I, I was looking at the uh, leap last leap day we had with the NBA looked like um, Bucks were leading the, the Eastern Conference and uh, the Western Conference. The Warriors had were in dead last. Wow. Dead, oh, yeah. dead last. Were those like the, this, this was this was just before uh, COVID. We're about two weeks before COVID happened. So. Um, Let's see that that night, Rockets beat the Celtics by one, with uh, Robert Covington, Daniel House Jr., P.J. Tucker, Russell Westbrook, and James Harden was still on the Rockets oh, in 2020. That was a fun team. That yeah. was so fun. That Harden block on Lou Dort in the bubble. Yeah, that was oh, fat. I was he like was fat too. He looked like a homeless man. <laughs> like, was, we're like, we're hey, this is just there. before <laughs> bubble bubble. T.J. Warren as well. Oh, TJ. Iconic had, NBA player. Yeah. TJ Warren. He had 30 on the Cavs this day. Damn. It's weird. What about depression Where do we think George? we'll be by the next leap day? What new technologies will we have oh invented God, for like this. NBA basketball? Everyone's going to be wearing an Apple Vision Pro while they're playing. <laughs> and they're going to yeah, have plays. Time. The coach is going to be putting plays on the Apple Vision Pro. pro they're going to be in Yosemite while simultaneously playing a basketball game. Also, yeah. also speaking of uh, leap day, happy birthday to Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah. Um, he's, he's turning. So what is he turning six, today? Right? Six, 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 six years, years old. old. The youngest Dang. player youngest in Tyrese Halliburton. I mean, He's young and his fashion is old. It's perfect. Yeah, and his voice changes when he speaks. Have you heard yeah. that? Yeah, it's kind of gangster. That. I like that. Yeah, he switches between two. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's like it's pretty sick. Like yeah. I, mean, on, on I kind of wish it was never you, pointed out to me, but what, what do you do? Do you celebrate your birthday on the first of March, the eight twentieth of February? Like, what do you? Uh, yeah, it's a horrible people, situation. They do both. They get two birthdays. Oh, it's kind of. I guess it's kind of cool, but at the same time, then every four years you throw like a massive rager on the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it hits. Massive rage or Yeah, Halliburton was quoted as saying, um, it's exciting to have a real birthday. Uh, in school, that was always my, give a fun fact about yourself, that that, that, that was mine growing up. What the, why would they, they? That's a pretty good fun fact. Yeah. yeah. It's like, like a I, bailout, though. Yeah. Some people have a bailout for a fun fact. I have a bailout fun fact. Which <laughs> yeah, is same, I do too. And every time someone asks me a fun fact, I just don't even have to think about it. Just right off top, I can always That's say good. I'm colorblind. But it also works for two truths and a lie. Like, I'm colorblind, I was born on leap year, and um, I don't know what the third one is. But those are two yeah. good lies. <laughs> for anyone, <laughs> for anyone you who needs need a lie, two- just say you were born if on leap If you're playing two lies and a truth, then you can always just say <laughs> anything, and then you're one truth. On Say like any thing. other thing. I would argue that the the difficulty in playing two truths and a lie is not coming up with uh, two lies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, for me, that's always the problem. And I, mean, I usually lie all three times. <laughs> you never let them know you're next. Um, okay. Next. Uh, <laughs> uh, we have Oscar Robertson playing the most points in the game on hosting the most points in the game on February 29th with 43 versus the Sixers. Is, is that more impressive? I mean, Jerry Lucas with 40 rebounds in that same oh my game. God. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> Wait, that has to be one of the most ridiculous looking <laughs> stat lines. What were the 60? 40 like, wow. rebounds. Jerry Lucas. Um, let's see. Um, I think this, this, over, this calls right? for basketball reference. He was yeah. seeing it coming down. He was seeing the mark <laughs> on, the, on the ground. 
No, that's 40 yeah. rebounds. 40 rebounds. 10 a quarter. Wild. Jonah, that's like in the game we played this last Sunday. Jonah and I played an intramural game this last Sunday, intramural basketball. We played against uh, some rowers that were uh, like twice our height and bullying us in the paint. And Don't say they were bullying us. They were not <laughs> bullying us. Jonah, we got were... a little, Jonah got a little yeah. heated with one of the players, and it, it did not so good. There was no bully. The only bullying that happened was me to their egos on the bench <laughs> as their coach was failing to coach. I they were just fouling us. Jonah with that was a bad play call. Or a rowing, uh, a row team member with one arm and no thumbs. Um, Jonah with the temperament. Jonah had the temperament. That I already, game. yeah. I don't. It's not. Jonah even already has that temperament. <laughs> yeah. For when I get on the basketball court, I turn into like, just like an angry person. Like in The Incredibles, like the baby when he gets oh. mad. That's me on the basketball court. Callback. Callbacks. Yeah, little threads of memory within our episode. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> beautiful. Connecting to the present. All right, let's continue. Yeah, we do have to read the PSA soon, so yeah, I should look through oh. and pick one. Oh, um, yeah. So I guess now could be that pick, time. Pick a random one. If you'd like, we're midway through the show. Um, I gotta go blow my nose though. So, knock. <laughs> yeah, please knock that out. Knock that out, Swago. All right. Um. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they're all they're I all want, valid causes. I just want a new one. We just love talking about things. All right. Hey. <laughs> Why? I like this. <laughs> just sit. so. <coughs> PSA: Summerville free hearty meals for all. Come build community over a delicious, nutritious, and free monthly meal in Summerville's Davis Square. Every dinner always includes vegetables along with a nutritious and filling main course, plus coffee and dessert. Hardy Meals for All hosts these free meals for everybody who stops by on the second Friday of every month from 5 to 7 p.m. at 31 College Avenue in Somerville. For absolutely no money at all, guests can enjoy a sit-down meal and socialize with other attendees, or even take a free packaged meal with them to eat later. Vegetarian options available upon request. Everybody is welcome. For more information, visit hardymealsforall.org. That's hardymealsforall.org. This is a public service message from WMFO Radio in Medford, Tufts Community, Tufts Community Radio, and hardymealsforall.org. Go get them hearty meals, y'all. Go get them mm-hmm. sweet potatoes, them um, broccolini, grits, some asparagus, them... Uh, the the Lakers. Uh, the Lakers. Else, you want to segue to that? Huh? You want to talk to the Lakers? Oh, last night. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Oh, last can, night. Can I have like a sad just, night for me? I was the only one. Not, I don't think. I, I don't watch the game. So. Jonah hit it. Yeah, you give me like 30 seconds to just espouse how happy He's I am. He's gonna start how crying. How thrilled everybody. I was. Give us your whole spiel. Why He's gonna start get, crying. Why don't you okay. get started? Let me give some context for this game. The Clippers are the most pathetic team in Los Angeles, mm. and they have recently spent 4.2 billion dollars building a new. Okay, sorry. (laughs) Maybe the Chargers, to be honest, but we don't need to go there. Um, (laughs) They've just built a new stadium to supposedly revive their fan base and to create uh, a beautiful environment to view a Clippers game in. Um, And the reason they did that is because every time they play in Crypto.com, previously known as Staples Center, they get booed and the Lakers fans take over their own home games. The one problem is that in the Intuit Dome, the same thing is going to happen. And <laughs> as we do what we did to Intuit Dome. Because yeah. you walk into it, right? It's the, you walk yeah. into Yeah, in the game, you're, you're, not, you're not really into related it. related to the company into it. <laughs> but I think every time the Lakers and Clippers will play in the Intuit Dome, the same thing will happen as it did last night, where LeBron will take over games. Is LeBron going to own their the Intuit out. Dome? I don't know. Okay, I, I was crying tears of joy during that game. Like it was like watching a young LeBron cook Gilbert Arenas in the playoffs. <laughs> it, it was like watching like LeBron cook Paul Pierce. It was just another like. I was getting them flashbacks. I was getting LeBron prime flashbacks. It was there was a certain, a certain swagger to which he played. You he know, marched to the beat of his own drum thing, in that like, game. And I it was feel like he can turn it on whenever he wants. It's just yeah. that he doesn't, he doesn't really care. Like, there are some games that, like, he'll literally just coast through. Mm-hmm. And then he could just flip the switch and be, like, back on the heat headband with the hairline. I, like, I wish we could get a stat of NBA team's record in their first game in their new stadium. Oh. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm, I, I wonder if, if there's an added pressure on there that, that makes a team lose that first game. 
Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to get blown out by like 40. That would be a bad day. Warriors got blown out by 19 in the new Chase yeah. Center. By it would the be it would be a crazy oh, scheduling error yeah. to schedule Lakers Clippers on day one of the next season. <laughs> oh, wow. No, no, no. Like I bet Steve Ballmer has actively asked them not to do it because he knows what would happen if they lost. Yeah. It would be the most hilarious moment in NBA history. Like, I think he's thinking. That, I think 100% he is. This man self-financed billions of dollars Dana, worth of going, stadium. I don't think that Steve Ballmer's like sitting in his office, like he's like. Mr. Burns type plotting, uh, <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, if I schedule Lakers Clippers, then that'll backfire. The whole, all of the Intuit Dome, all of Inglewood will riot against me." Like Lakers Clippers. I think he's just like, like whatever matchup shows up on that date, that's gonna happen. I, I think, I think going off the Clippers, it's time to address a oh, little new logo yeah. change. The elephant yeah. in the room. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think it looks like a yacht club. You know what, <laughs> yacht club or not, I think it looks kind of cool. I think I like it, it. You know, it has all the aspects of people didn't even know what a clipper was. I, I've already had to explain it to multiple people. I knew what it was because I'm a diehard fan. But <laughs> I don't know. I think it's cool. The jerseys are cool. I don't like um, the the border around it. I like just as the C. It looks like a like a FC Clippers. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, am I crazy? It looks like a, like a baseball team almost. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I think this is just where American sports logos are going. But they're so bad. It's now. just I so minimalistic. But I, I think. I think this one, if I think what it's going to look like is without that like ring of the Los Angeles Clippers around it, it's just going to be that C with the clipper in it. Yeah, that's, I think yeah, that, that looks, one's. Nice. I think that looks yeah, better. That's, that's and better. and to be honest, like it's look at the if you look at the other Clippers, the OG logos, one, I kind of the like OG that. one's nice, but it's a copy of the Lakers. Yeah. And yeah. then the other one we just had was just like the most whatever logo oh, ever. This is a copy. And the '70s logo, '70s Clippers logo, is so Buffalo Clippers. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, it's I, like I, the, it's the San Diego Clippers, and it's like oh, uh, oh, before after the it's Buffalo. it's like an abstract, like it looks like a Clipper, and that it's like I think it's supposed to be three sales, but it's not like. It's like more abstract. It's like got cool colors. I don't like the Clippers logo. I really, I actively <laughs> I don't did. either. You know, don't let me explain. You literally two days ago loved it. <laughs> no, no, no. I've had time to deliberate <laughs> on my stance on, on the, the new logo. The C looks like a horseshoe. That's. I don't care about the aesthetics of it. I care about the team's branding, and I think that, that for Steve Ballmer to for years say that we're like the. Oh my gosh! Sorry about that. If that hurt your ears. Um. <laughs> Um, for years, he builds he up the Clippers as this like hard, real LA team. In contrast to the glitzy, glamoury Lakers, who were gold and purple, the Clippers wore black and they like had a gothic font and they were really scary and stuff. That was it was, no, there's billboards <laughs> everywhere. The, the, in, in LA, the Clippers financed a ton of courts and like like they they tried to really like show the communities that they cared. The communities did not care. They they, they didn't care at all. They're still like yeah. wait, but what's your point? Wait, 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 your wait, wait, point wait, doesn't make sense. No, but now they're rebranding to a literal yacht club. There's such a contradiction in that. Like no, they're just making their logo. Their team is based off of a ship. For those so picking up on some sort of LA rivalry here, Xander, <laughs> Matthew, and June are all from Los Angeles. By the way, Matthew and I are two of the five existing Clippers fans on the planet, and two of the four at Tufts University. Yeah, there's literally four. Yeah. We're in a group chat with them. <laughs> there's four people in this. Yeah, group. They're like, in a group add. Chat called Clips. They Tufts said, Clips. add who you know. Add who you know. We're like. All right, we're not adding anyone, I guess, because we don't know any anyone. Clippers fans. I you know, there's like my dad. He's not even a Clippers fan, though. He just like will support me while we're watching basketball <laughs> emotionally. Yeah, but here's the thing: you in there mentioned that the Clippers have dark gothic jerseys, as if we didn't wear. That's like we had that. First of all, those were really cool. Those like GTA font jerseys. Yeah, those were great. Second of all, that was like our alternate jersey. That like we we, we haven't had. For most of our history, we've had no dark jersey. It's been just blue and white, or blue and red. Yeah. I mean, it, I think the reason they didn't want to go down that route is because it's too similar to the Nets, and the Nets are just the Clippers of New York, and they never will receive respect, and they'll never compete with the Knicks, just like the Clippers will never compete with the Lakers. And to have a black and white color scheme as the B team in a big city is just too much of a direct reference to to the pathetic Nets by the pathetic Clippers. The Clippers came first, though. The, then the Lakers? No. Then the, the Nets. Nets. Yeah, but they didn't have a black and white color scheme. And the Nets didn't either. So they both rebranded to black and white in some sort of, like, prisoner-esque um, uh, stance. Wow, so the, the prisoners of L.A.? I mean, yeah. The B team in any big city definitely Dang. has this sort of, like, depressed mindset. Can we get, like, a sports analogy to the Clippers are to L.A.? What? Hmm. 
what like North Korea is to China. <laughs> well, um, that's, first of all, that's just let's, let's not go there. What the New York Jets are to New York. Wait, I thought of another celebrity yeah. that I want to get jumped over. No, yeah, not really, actually. You don't think Paul so? Dano? Have you guys seen... Um, uh, Paul Dano, not the best looking guy. Look up Paul guy. Dano. Paul oh, Dano's in Prisoners. That's why I thought it was. Oh, my God. Paul that Dino's is such in, a great uh, call. He plays uh, the Riddler. In oh the new, my God! In the this is hilarious. The movie. This is hilarious. And I would like to see some random yes. player yes. jump over Paul Dano. But oh guy, I think my it's God! Like, if we see Sam Riante Weber jumping over Paul Dano, <laughs> Riante Weber. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, a throwback. Leangelo Ball jumps over Paul Dano yeah. in a dunk contest. <laughs> What happened to Leandro Ball? Like he's in Mexico. He's in Mexico. He's in Mexico. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he played. I saw a video yeah, of him playing the other day. Really Put up some threes. It, it looked like a high school gym. If I'm gonna be oh. honest, like it, it looked like he had just shown up at some random high school gym and there was a crowd and someone labeled it pro basketball. But it's unfortunate. He's existing. He's at least he's still hooping. Good for him. Um, who knows where he'd be had he not. In, in China, yeah. but I'm glad he's not shoplifting anymore. Got mm. that, that phase of his Reformed. Life. You guys know that clip of uh, from Ball and the Family where it's like the ones with tattoos can't trust them from Lamella yeah. Ball. <laughs> I do know that. So every time I think of Leandro Ball, I think of that clip. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I wonder how many steals he averaged per game. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> on or off the court? <laughs> yeah. That's quick. That's like a big what if if he didn't steal in that one time in China. Not that he was like NBA. I don't know if it is that big of a what. Like, what would happen? Great. What is yeah. like? What do you think? You'd well, be I mean, G League. Yama might have never made it to the league. <laughs> There's like a butterfly effect, right? Yeah. Because Trump pardoned LiAngelo Ball. He basically pulled Lavar Ball. This is a crazy moment Wait, in American history. Lavar Ball calls what? up the president, <laughs> asks the president <laughs> of the United States, Donald Trump to release Leangelo Ball from China and Trump makes backdoor diplomatic calls with Xi Jinping to remove Leangelo Ball from a Chinese jail. Wow. I feel like it's a real thing that happened. That for I, yeah, Ball. no, this is true. Like but, it's insane. Yeah, but Lavar Ball wouldn't thank Trump What's after his son was free. What wait, wait, that's, that's crazy. I, I mean you we don't need to get him. we don't need to get political. Oh, that's like, a good dunk to one. not thank the president he after he, he pardoned your driver. son. Brittany Griner jumping over crazy. the 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 guy that she got swapped <laughs> with. The arms dealer is like the god of war something. Like merchant of death. I know Merchant of death, there you go. That's insane. Brittany Griner off the backboard over the merchant of death and stares him down afterwards. That, that should have been an all-star um, event. Brittany yeah. Griner, 1v1 with was the it, Would it go Cousins? before or yeah. after? Would it go before or after the Sabrina Ionescu show? I don't know. It depends on how. <laughs> I don't know. It'd have Maybe. to go after. It'd have to go after. It'd have to go after. more That would be... I would I would love to watch a Boogie versus Brittany I, I don't think it'd be very close, but who knows? I'd watch it. I think it'd be yeah, good Sabrina's... Or not, <laughs> Brittany's gone through... Gone through a time in, in jail in Russia and that that could make you stronger than anybody else. So. Yeah, maybe she should adopt the nickname Merchant of Death <laughs> for <laughs> herself. <laughs> Alright, let's let's change the topic. Um, I don't know. Damn, Prime Boogie was... Um, uh, well, was I, I think uh, I've always been a fan of the dumb the dumb stats um, and I saw one the other day. It was, Luke was the first player in NBA history with a 30-point Triple double on his birthday, which honestly I'm surprised hasn't happened before. Yeah, you would think there's like so many guys who have had 30 point triple doubles. Yeah, it's just a matter of do they do it on their birthday. And on your birthday, you have like I don't know. I feel like you have another sort of power. It's sort of yeah. like you ha- you open up like another chakra of just like yeah, just like uh, Luca. Yeah. Luca called this. Luca texted me and was like, Bro, I, I got Luca on his birthday. He's gonna go off. We got like another all time performance from Luca. Should we talk about Luca's? Uh, I said that. His recent, uh... Oh, no, we can't condone any of that. We can't condone any of that on the readout. I had a nice success last night. We can't condone any of that. We don't... Obviously, we do not... Nobody here gambles. Nobody does that. Definitely not. Please do not. This is a bit random, but there's a little bit of basketball history that I want to share. Um, Jerry Lucas, who on Leap Day, years and years ago, had 40 (laughs) rebounds, was known for his secret weapon, which was his mind. Oh, wow. (laughs) As he said. Um, He said... Uh, he could ins- he could store incredible amounts of information. I knew everybody shot in the NBA. He said I knew where they liked to shoot from. I knew the arc of their shots. I knew who boxed who and who didn't. He received 150 scholarship offers 
academic ones. He, he he said he wanted to go to school in Ohio, and Ohio State was the only school that talked about academics first. Um, He's just a smart guy. He teamed with John Havlicek uh, in one of the top re- recruiting classes for any big old Celtics fans. John Havlicek, famous Celtics player. Interesting. Um, yeah, and in an era where freshmen were ineligible to compete at the varsity level, he led the Frosh team to victories over the varsity. Jerry Lucas, beast mode. Jerry Lucas, come in- on our show. Yeah. <laughs> now you're 83, but like... In- I'm looking at his draft. They did They did it by territory back then. 1962, um, came out of Ohio State and selected by the Cincinnati Royals because of a territorial pick. It was a special type of draft choice by the BAA. Yeah, so territorial you picks. We, you went to the team closest to you. That's crazy. Damn, that's crazy. Oh, imagine the team. Imagine the league right now if there were territorial picks. I mean, it kind of ended up like that with the Clippers roster. If you think about it, like all the LA guys yeah, are their four best players. They Where's Terrence Mann from? Probably Chicago? not. Chicago. Why do I say Chicago? I don't know. I might be wild. Oh, he's from Brooklyn. Oh, BK. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and to conclude this little nice. bit of history, Lucas found spiritual fulfillment. After his friend recommended him the Bible. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Good for him. That's just a really beautiful story. I'm reading now that, like, he could memorize parts of the Bible, and just, like, this guy who had an encounter with him was, like, he would memorize, like, the names of 800 different people. He's an absolute genius. I wouldn't be surprised (laughs) if his IQ was in the 200 range. Yeah. What about Jerry Lucas' Draymond's temperament, or Jerry Lucas' temperament? Oh, yeah. Also, uh, uh, Lucas draft, has also written way. more oh than 30 books, and he gives seminars on memory training. Wow. So, not only is he... I didn't even know this guy existed. This, he's, 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 he's good. He's a mixed legend. Yeah, so, I mean, his biggest stat is still that 40-rebound game, but he's nearly equaled that in terms of the amount of books released. So, little little tidbits books. on Jerry Lucas. This is a great, a great NBA draft, 19, 1962. Um, one, two, three, four... Five Hall of Famers in 16 picks. Wow. Chet Walker, John Havlicek, Zelmo Beattie, oh, Jerry Zelmo Lucas, Beattie. and Zelmo. Zelmo Beattie was good. That's like a hoop grid player. Zelmo, Zelmo Beattie. Huh. Hoop grids? Can't not today. Not today. Doesn't nah. work. I'm, I'm doing it myself. <laughs> I found a new game that's uh, like the New York Times Connections, but it's basketball. It's not as good as the. (laughs) (laughs) What's it called? It must be so hard. It's not hard. What is is it called? It's called like. It's called Le Connections. Le Le Connections? No way. Le Connections? Yeah. You know Jan Loudermilk? Loudermilk? Yeah, I know that last name. Loudermilk? Because there's a. There's like a. Jan Loudermilk. Loudermilk. Why? Who's Jan? You had a summer camp with a kid in the. Jan Loudermilk. You don't know Jan Loudermilk? Oh, is that who? Oh, I've seen this. Drafted by the Lakers, fourth round. Is that Aodison? I don't know Dan Loudon. Lakers. Oh, should we talk about the Knicks? The Knicks protest of their February 12th game getting rejected. Cold. Yeah, well, of course course. it got rejected. Has it ever not got rejected? It it also should have been. They just protested like. The protest is just like a, a statement. Wait, ex- like, explain make. it. Explain. We the, disagree the with the okay, result so the of this game. Knicks protested a loss to the Rockets in which there was a uh, there was a call that was it was a bad call that was admitted. Ooh, the like last the refs, call of the game. Yeah, it was, and it, it changed the game. They would have won if it was called correctly, and instead they lost. And the refs admitted after the game that it was the wrong call. But you can't protest based on that premise. You have to protest based on like. You have to say that the refs did something that's like outside of the rule book, like that the that the call was unfair to even be made or something like that. Um, and they, I think they just do the protest so that people, like, are like, "Hey, do you see what happened? Like, they really like screwed yeah. us over." Like, but I don't think it's to like, be fair, we got a complete makeup call the other day against the Pistons. Yeah, it's true. I think that was the league's way oh. of saying, "All right, we gave interesting. We lost the that Rockies game was our fault. We'll give you all the Pistons." Because it was totally Dante DiVincenzo dived into Usar Thompson like it was an Olympic like diving competition. That man was in, in there fast. He stole the ball, but then cleaned him out like, mm-hmm. um, and then Josh Hart and one, yeah, flex on a milk man. Yeah, loud behind. milk. Speaking of loud milk, Josh yeah. Hart, man, he's a dog. Speaking of louder milk, oh louder milk. Sorry. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of the loudest milk. 
Speaking of um, Max Struess. Speaking of oh, yeah. Max Struess. Yeah. Such loud milk that <laughs> it will yeah. reverberate through the halls of time. The loudest what a, milk. What a fourth quarter he's, performance. He's waxing. <laughs> yeah, Max Struess. He's a waxing. Yeah, he's, he's a waxing man. for real. Max Struess. Max Struess pulled the what was that two nights ago? Hit like a second longest game winner of all time. That's in comparison to, I think Jeremy Lamb was the previous. Devontae Graham. Oh, so the Jeremy oh, Lamb wow. one was like probably the third longest. Must be that third. was, yeah, I remember Man. that shot. That, that one yeah. was maybe the craziest one because he really, Jeremy Just Lamb. turn around and chuck. Know, what was that, like eight years ago or something? Hit the craziest game. I don't think I want to know how long ago it was. Turned around and just Man. chucked it up and it was like so high, like yeah. the highest arcing shot I've ever seen and it went in. Yeah, but this first one might have been better. This Struis one might have been better because it was like a true like like he he actually, he actually squared up. It, it was like a real shot. He, yeah, he didn't just you could it. tell he yeah that was like, that's calculated. calculated. Like I'm looking at the picture right now. He's the whole shooting form and everything. Like, yeah. Just truly an incredible moment. Um, yeah, I tried. Yeah. Imagine you had a Mavs money line. Oh my god, that is mm. <laughs> but that's the but torture. but we don't like money lines. No, we don't. We, hate we money don't. Line. What, what, is money money line? what is a money line? Yeah. <laughs> we do not do that at all. Um, we, yeah, no. No one can do any of that. Do you guys have a favorite buzzer beater or no? Yeah. Um, off the bat. Like game winner? Dame, Dame in the playoffs. Yeah. I don't know which one I like. Bye-bye. Yeah, probably, probably yeah. yeah, it's probably the greatest one of all. That, one is that one's absurd. the greatest. Dame Tom. Um, oh, that's a, I like that. Um, Chris Chioza for uh, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Chioza. Should we do it? Your, oh uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I actually, this is this is relevant because, trivia? yeah, I, I was so I, I recently watched back that cardiac Kemba step back, um, <laughs> and I guess this is relevant because so originally on that play, Brad Wanamaker who went to Pitt was guarding uh, Kemba, and Brad Wanamaker, obviously Celtics legend, led the league in free throw percentage here. Um, Brad couldn't stick with uh, Kemba after the screen. Kemba got the switch. The rest is history. Step back. Bang, cardiac Kemba. Mm. But the other day, I was chucking that around to my friends who, who know a bit of ball, and only two of them were, were able to to say who that was. That, which is honestly, I'm, I'm impressed that two people yeah. were able to. <laughs> I would have thought nobody would have been able to get that one. Yeah, yeah. Great, do, great hoop grid, hoop grid name. We could do an entire episode of just based off trivia. And, yeah. and to anyone listening, this is not a day where we're going to take calls, but in the future we will be taking calls. Um, no, I swear, if, if you're an opinionated basketball head who really wants to argue with our anti-Celtics takes, um, which there will be many of, yeah, d- just definitely. best be assured, we, aren't, we don't believe in the Celtics, or at least I don't. I don't know about I you agree. guys. I agree. Should, should we talk about it real Nugget, quick? Nuggets Celtics, final. Who, who are you taking? Nuggets. Wow. Nuggets, nuggets in four. Nuggets, nuggets, nuggets in five. Nuggets, nuggets, in, nuggets in five. Nuggets in five. I, don't, five. I, don't, I don't see the Celtics losing that many at home. I think, I think Nuggets in yeah. five is... Nuggets in five. I think it's in five, though. I hope it's longer. Team, I think it'll be longer. A team is weak if their center, if their center getting injured, who's not their ba- their best player, will torpedo their chances. If Porzingis gets injured, the Celtics will not win. I mean, Latobi does. Latobi does. And he always gets injured. Tingus, like, I know. I know. It's like people are like, oh, the the injuries are not a good reason to not believe in a team. But I don't see. It's like like Porzingis is like Atlas holding up the world. And the Celtics would like I know they're technically the greatest statistical team in NBA history right now, like offensive rating wise. But like I'm not a believer. I don't believe in them. I like I like to take. I I always think that they're so good in the regular season, but when the playoff series comes around, it's just like they get beat by grit and by defense sometimes yeah. too. Yeah. But they have Drew Holiday. I though. know they they're better than they've ever been. That's the problem. Yeah, but Sam the Nuggets Houser. just. Looks so unbeatable, like when <laughs> when Jokic is moving, like there's no there's no yeah. stopping them. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. Are they coming out the West? Confirmed. I don't know if it's confirmed. I think so. I, think so. I don't know. Mathematically, no. What about you the got, Clippers? You got, yeah, the I was problem with say, the, Clippers the Clippers is the whole like guarding Jokic. Yeah, Clippers. So. Yeah, that's a pretty big problem. Like all these teams in the West, seemingly apart from the Timberwolves, who are structured to beat Jokic, but I think lack the playoff experience and maturity to actually do it. Mm. Maybe they'll take him six, but I don't really see it happening. But For but like all of the other teams that could maybe beat the Nuggets don't have a Suns? defensive center. 
I mean, yeah, if you want bowl bowl against Jokic, like who's gonna like the, your Nurkic? Nurkic, he's probably Nurkic gonna is gonna get cooked. Uh, Chet will get cooked by Jokic. Like all of these teams oh, lack a Lakers. real center. Lakers. Maybe the Lakers. Maybe the Lakers could beat them, but they lost to five last. Or, they got Spencer Dinwiddie now. <laughs> Gabe Vincent coming back. Gabe Vincent. They need Wendy and Gabriel. Where's they Wendy need Wendy. Where's Wendy? <laughs> Jared Vanderbilt, one healthy is a is dog. Yeah, well, I've always liked Jackson spot. Hayes. Always like Jackson Hayes. Jackson Hayes is good too. I don't know. The West is gonna be very interesting. West is tricky. When those looking at the West, there's three. I mean, let me let me pull this up. Like the Timberwolves, Thunder, Nuggets, and Clippers are all contenders and. Two of those are gonna have to get eliminated in the first round, or three of them are. Two, three. Then you got the Lakers and Warriors like licking their yeah. chops at playing either the Timberwolves or the Thunder in the first yeah. round. I think the Lakers and Warriors both like their chances in those series. Oh, absolutely. And I kind of like them too. Like I wouldn't say that they would win for certain, but I think those series could easily go seven. And like definitely. Then then in like these deep playoff series, you get LeBron and Curry versus an inexperienced playoff yeah. team, and like I'm they just eat like that up. Why, yeah, that's yeah, the that's, that's the environments where they succeed. Like they don't like the regular season anymore. They have no reason. I think the play-in has drastically changed team strategy. I think it's a viable strategy to not try very hard during the regular season and play through the play-in. Yeah. Like, like, and attack the one seed ahead on in the first round as you're rested and ready. If you push them to seven games, too, the one seed's going to crack, too, a lot yeah. of the time. Yeah. I'm not even going to lie. You don't even want the one. You don't, like, one and two are not barely. It's a curse. Unless it's the yeah. East. The East is pretty. It's, it's a curse. Yeah, yeah. Lakers, Lakers. It's Lakers. It's, it's Lakers. I mean, wow. the, the Lakers did this two years ago against the Grizzlies, um, or was that last year? No, it was last that year. Was last year. Last yeah. year, they beat the Grizzlies in the first round, the two Grizzlies seven upset. But everyone knew that wasn't an upset. And I feel like the Thunder aren't that far from the Grizzlies, no. as good as they are. Like, I think the Thunder better, are, are like two years off of legit, legit. Yeah, and, they, yeah. and they will be, yeah. but just yeah, this totally. is not their year. And I think that they would lose to the Lakers in the playoffs. And they have a plan, right? Take out Josh Giddy. Right, that was oh, actually, yeah, they, they do. Um, this is something that Zach Lowe was talking about. Uh, how mm. they, they, in the playoff in the Clippers game last week, the Thunder made a massive matchup change. Um, took took uh, Josh Giddy out of the second half starting lineup, put in Isaiah Joe, and they they're basically talking about how that's a signal of a playoff strategy that they're only bringing out against the teams that they really want to beat in the regular season. I think it's interesting to think about that. Um, Grant, we are pushing up on time. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, I wish we had more hours. I know. Four or five. We'll be back. Man. We will be back. We will. We'll be back um, tomorrow morning at six a.m. Bright yeah. and early. <laughs> bright and early. Bright and Jonah early. will be back yeah. for that. I might just be alone. <laughs> yeah. Just about to say, who's six a.m. Yeah. Uh, I will be at home at six yeah. a.m. tomorrow. I'll be snuggled up. I think we have a chance to be. I'm. I'm free ten p.m. Oh, tonight. Oh, and you down? Ten p.m. tonight. I think that's open. I. Uh, I don't think I can. But I would. Wait, 10 p.m. 10 p.m. Loki, look at. I, 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 I would. Yeah. I would. I would do I'm still thinking about. I'm still thinking about someone dunking over Putin. <laughs> yeah, key moment yeah. of. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, thing, Paul Dano dunking over Putin. That's. The <laughs> oh my God. Uh, Shall we, we leave somebody, it at that? We need somebody. We should read. leave it at Paul Dano dunking over Putin. Read that yeah. to end us off. Right. Paul Dano dunking over Putin. Leave this, that image in your head. We'll read out this last minute. This has been Airball, and you're listening to 97.5.